rest at the Baltimore facility. This as we hear counterfeit COVID-19 vaccines are being sold as criminals exploit high demand. Pfizer said it identified fake versions of its shot in Mexico and Poland. President Biden also saying that a tax credit of up to $510 per day will be provided to businesses that provide paid time off for people to get their COVID-19 vaccine shots. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Newsmax, you like Newsmax, I like it too. Trump is right. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Some polls give Joe Biden a high job approval, even 60%. Now Newsmax is asking if you agree with that. Do you really approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and $4 trillion in spending? And do you think President Trump did a better job? Let us know. Vote in the Newsmax poll right now. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just a minute. Let America know who you like better, Biden or Trump. Tens of millions are watching Newsmax TV. Now on all major cable systems, smart TVs, and OTT platforms. And vote now in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. Let your voice be heard and watch Newsmax today. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is being held in restrictive housing following his conviction. Chauvin was found guilty in all three charges in the death of George Floyd. As far as what's next regarding an appeal, Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz tells Newsmax TV, I think the jurors understood that if they didn't come to, quote, the right verdict, they would suffer their businesses, their schools, their neighborhoods. This was a case where the thumb, perhaps even the elbow, of external threats was on the scale of justice. That's why I think this case may very well be reversed on appeal by the United States Supreme Court. The United States Department of Agriculture will continue free school lunches during the 2021-2022 school year. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack saying the USDA will remain relentless to ensure our nation's children get the crucial nutrition they need. You're listening to USA Radio News. Gently used clothing, household goods, children's toys and items, furniture and more. You'll find it all at the Salvation Army thrift stores. And when you shop at the Salvation Army, you help fund rehabilitation programs that heal addictions, change lives and restore families right here in Southern Nevada. And don't forget to donate. For more information or to find out how you can help, call 702-342-9297 or go to SalvationArmySouthernNevada.org. Salvation Army. Dedicated to doing the most good. Zinworld Premium CBD offers full and broad spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zinworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. The best choice for convenience, comfort, and value, My Place Hotels are ideal for both short-term and long-term travelers. The rooms at My Place features pillow top mattresses, microfiber bedding, and a variety of soft and firm pillows. All extended stay rooms offer their own kitchen, which includes a full-size refrigerator and a cooktop. On-site laundry facilities are also available for extended stays at pet-friendly My Place Hotels. Book your stays online at myplacehotels.com, My Place Hotels, St. George, and West Jordan, Utah. Make My Place your place. 
KSHP listeners, never miss a moment of your favorite shows when you're on the go. Download the KSHP app on any Android or Apple device. Get the app in the Google Play or App Store on your device by searching for KSHP Las Vegas. Download the app and listen live from anywhere in the world. You can also listen online at KSHP.com. Hear all your favorites like Brian Blessing, Harvey Hyde, and the world-famous radio shopping show. What could be better than that? For more information about the app and how to download it, visit KSHP.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. go another edition of sports insider radio coming to you from las vegas inviting you to check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com we got baseball rocking and rolling there's some big baseball streaks going on you know our man john's all over that he'll have some numbers to break down baseball for us hoops hockey nfl draft oh mike's got to be drooling getting ready we love the nfl draft and you can bet on that as well That's coming up next week. Kentucky Derby in a couple of weeks. Lots on the proverbial docket. 
as we dive in with David Miller, John, and Mike back east checking in. Ready to roll, boys. How's everybody doing? I'm doing it's great. A beautiful day. Northern Colorado. Oh, Colorado's here, too. Forgot about that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's a hot stove. We got you covered all over the place. Is it still snowing hey, out there, Dave? John, yeah, it's snowing. Everybody's cold, sick. Uh, so enjoy where you're at. Be grateful, all right? It's going to be 90 here this week. That's why. That's what I mean. Actually, I'm coming for one day just to check in real quick on Sunday. So I'm excited about that. T-shirt and I shorts. To, I don't have to wear a big jacket for once. But, yeah, no, where I'm at right now, it's mine. So uh, making the best of it. John's. John's underdog baseball strategy, it's real public now. I saw it all over ESPN. They were talking about it, how the dogs are doing, and if you just bet them all, you're up X amount of units. It's a good call. Oh, I'd actually, I, didn't actually, I didn't even see that. I forgot they called me to quote me. No, they didn't call me. But, uh, oh, come on. <laughs> but I've been saying this. Listen, I've been saying this for only, I don't know, 10 years. I just got an image. I just got a... a you know, you get those things on your phone, what you did this day 10 years ago. This day 10 years ago, I was in a studio with Brian. Just came up on my phone. Brian, That's terrifying. I don't want to, if, I, if I send it to you, you're going to say, wow. Actually, you look exactly the same. I look... Uh, well, you, did, you didn't have the gentle Ben look. Then. I do not look exactly the same. That's for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I mean now, now you're wearing, you know... Like every day, you're walking around. You're always wearing, you know, a long sleeve plaid shirt holding an axe. I just sent it to you. You can look at it right on there. You can see how you look like so youthful and and uh, you, know, you didn't yeah. have a ho- you didn't have a hockey team back then. Though. That's a lie. <laughs> you didn't have a hockey team back then in Vegas that you could bet on. So um, hey, I haven't you know, aged at all. Have I? I, I look. I, I, I look. Looked, I, I looked old back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. So uh, listen, all I can say is, Dave, I don't. I think that most people don't buy into the strategy. Just like you said, I don't know how much people. If you want to just take a little bit to tell us, what did they say on ESPN? It was up 29 units if you per, like basically if you did to win a dollar or to risk a dollar. I, I think it, I think that's the way they did it, and right. it, was pl- it was plus 29 units. I just saw this last week, so like well, I think it, the day after we talked. Right. So. I mean, look, it goes back to this. I think Sunday, every 200 dollars favorite lost. You know, again, you're not going to get me to lay 200 unless uh, I, you know, I have one guy that I deal with, our good friend. Uh, he he spot plays one favorite here and there. Other than that, you can't. I'm I'm only betting dogs. Period, and that's just it. If you go to my YouTube channel for all the listeners, youtube.com forward slash the Syndicate Insider. I've started last Monday. I give out one free winner a day. I'm currently six in one. Uh, in the last seven dogs plus six sixty, I'm not. You know, uh, I put out Milwaukee today, complimentary on the on the on the uh, YouTube channel. And again, I'll tell you the theory for both you guys on the radio, since it was given out free on the YouTube channel, is I I combine the dog value with the streaks, so it's pretty simplistic. You know, Milwaukee's won two in a row. San Diego's lost two in a row. 
The line is minus 200 on San Diego because of their pitcher. I could care less about their pitcher. Pitcher doesn't matter to me. It's just not even relevant to my system. So what I do is I find where I get these overinflated numbers, and then I have the advantage of the streak against me. And that's that's basically why you take Milwaukee. And, again, if you're playing one unit, you're risking one unit to win 2.1 units. So even if you lose, it really doesn't matter. Uh, regarding the streaks, Brian, as we know, the Oakland Athletics are on a 10-game winning streak. I believe it's the longest winning streak for the season. Ironically, if you've bet them the entire season, they're 11-7. and seven. They have been a, doll, a favorite. They're 7-3 and three as a favorite, and they're 4-4 four and four as a dog. For every dollar risked on Oakland, you are up $372. If you divide that money you are plus $370 on them on the road, and you are plus eight quarters, $2 on Oakland at home. So while the, the, the players, the, the, the ESPN or people that track favorites are looking at a 10-game winning streak, um, they don't realize that because they're mostly a favorite, there's no value. And that's what I go back to, the most profitable teams – in baseball are the ones that have great records as underdogs. What they didn't say in that ESPN segment, I'm sure, is dividing the record. They're saying the broad swath of betting every game, David. But here's the thing. Boston is 6-1 and one as an underdog. Tampa Bay is 6-2 and two as an underdog. Baltimore is 7-5 and five as an underdog. Seattle, the most profitable team in all of baseball, I'm going to repeat, Seattle, the most profitable team in all of baseball, has only been a favorite once. They're 0-1 as a favorite. They're 10-6 as a dog. They're 11-7. Now, wrap your head around this, guys. They're 11-7. You risk $100 on a team that's four games over five you You're up $740. Now you can actually think these numbers matter. <laughs> You're up $740. Take the, the lousy Dodgers. The lousy Dodgers. You are up $76 with a team that is 14-4. and four. Can you imagine that? You're up $76 with a team that's 14-4. and four. Yeah, I mean... They will not be profitable. They won't be profitable at the end of the season. They'll be a net loser. Parlay junkies will throw them into parlays, and that's fine. Um, But, again, when I look at the most profitable teams on the money, and then we can get on to other things, it goes back to is if you're never a dog, the record of the Dodgers as an underdog is zero slash zero. They've never been an underdog. San Francisco – Again, another powerhouse on the money is eleven and five. Five and four is a favorite, but six and two is a dog. Now, don't you think there's a value, Dave, in circling the teams that are a dog that are outperforming as dogs? Boston as a dog, Tampa as a dog, Baltimore as a dog, Seattle. They've only been a dog once, and they're just rocking and rolling, and. San Francisco. Don't you think there's some, uh, when you like, I know you're making fun of me, you're going, now you think it matters. Don't you 
don't wouldn't you even notate that? Oh, when Boston's a dog, when Tampa's a dog, I'll let you speak. No, I think short sample size. I know you hate when I say that. Somebody's got to be contrarian or it's not fun. Uh, short sample size, and no, I wouldn't. But I'm always going head-to-head with you. What do the other guys think? Maybe I just want to go head-to-head with you. I'm not seeing things. Oh, no, I, no, you guys go after it. We, we love listening. <laughs> Please, have at it. It's a, it's, it's, it's a small sample size. You know, and, and it, I don't know. Can I just blame it on COVID? As you say, well, all this is happening because of COVID. I've been saying this for 10 years on the radio. Yeah, it's but never changed. Studies over 10 years, it's not even – it's like maybe you're, you're up a little bit taking the best dog price you can find. You're not up those – not even anywhere close to that. And I don't even know if you're up. I mean, do you so the circle, the, the, the circle that you travel and with all the pros that are like you that, you know, aren't on in the public forum that you, you know, you deal with these private groups. Um, these guys that you respect that are putting down their money like you, are they firing away at minus $200 favorites or they're also looking for dog value? No, they are probably – leaning towards the dog or taking the run line. They're taking the run line usually. That's how they bet the dogs. Yeah, like I but, took the I Dodgers mean, plus one. And I took. I went against the Dodgers yesterday, and I bet them plus one right. and a half. And I think you're on to something for the listeners. Like I said on the video, if you can get a plus one and a half at even money or, or maybe 110, there's a lot of value in that. So it was funny because one of my clients texted me, and he said, oh, I had a parlay, and it was ruined because I had the Dodgers, and he was being greedy. Minus one and a half. And I said, you're yeah. on the wrong side. Yeah. You don't want to lay the yeah. one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not disputing that if you just took dogs only, you'd be up. I don't even know that. I really don't even know the numbers over. And plus, what do you use? The closing line? It, this company, that company. So this can be debated. But I don't think you could. I just don't think you can blindly bet dogs and just show a huge profit. Now, if you blindly bet them shopping around, always being the best price globally, probably, because that's a fundamental. And yeah, you don't want to be out laying minus 200, just in general. But the one sport that, that people have gotten away with that is baseball. To lay the chalk. And, and I mean, gotten away with it and made con- consistent money in good spots. Like you said, you have a friend that will do it sometimes. Well, you've There's, met him. I mean, he, he'll bet, but yeah, the know. difference is he'll bet, sure. he'll bet one game. He'll bet one game a day, though. There's a, you're talking about a guy that's literally will. That doesn't matter. Go that's, through a the, big, that's a big sample size though, over years, you know. So, no, you can't. I, I think I don't know about just blindly betting dogs. I just don't buy it. I don't know. I just don't buy it because I respect this market. I know how hard it is, and I know that just something like. Well, let's just bet this and that, and we'll be fine. It doesn't work. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You've proven your point so far over the small sample size. I mean, I think where Brian can chime in is Brian's been doing this with me for years, and I've pretty much been nailing these the dog side of it for years. And, yes, I am up, and I would never be up if I was laying but the chalk. I, but I would, I, would give you, I would give you a little more credit than your – you're not. You weren't blindly doing it. I think you were. You were really good at identifying certain spots. I think you put a caveat on certain things. It, it wasn't an across the go. board thing. There you go. See, 
I believe that too. And I think if you just go into it, well, I'm only going to take big dogs. I think you, if you really follow it, and you're a pretty smart guy, I think you actually block your mind from finding favorite, finding value on favorites. Because one hundred percent, one hundred percent. How many times does a minus one sixty close minus two twenty with no new information? All the time, and you just keep seeing this. So, I think I think that just setting out to go, well, I'm only going to bet favorites, or I'm only going to bet dogs, is, is a leak. But I mean, if, if, if it helps you with your discipline to narrow down your your model that's successful for you, then then I understand that. Well, uh, here but, I'll give you a perfect example. Let, let's use something outside of the realm of sports. Let's just say I had any knowledge of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. Let's just say that I bet it the way I bet baseball. And I'd say I only bet cryptocurrencies when they go down and I buy them. I never short them. I'm blocking my mind out to one side. Every market, there's a two-sided edge. If you're in the stock market or in the crypto market, you can bet something will go down. You can bet something will go up. So let's just say, for an example, I block myself on the betting that something's going to go down, and I wait for the pullback, and I buy it, and then it goes up. All I'm doing is the reverse situation in baseball. I'm blocking myself after being only on one side of the trade, and then that way I can't get caught or what we would call in Baccarat or Blackjack getting chopped up. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah the, if, we, we should make that an, an over-under one-and-a-half every show and just have side wagers. Guys, whether or not somewhere in the course of the hour – John gets to say either the words Baccarat or bank. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, the, listen, the chop will kill you. I mean, listen, I've seen uh, um, the chop will kill you. And, and anything you need, you're looking for a streak, you're looking for an edge, you're looking for an angle. And what I found was when I, first of all, I want to ask you, Dave, and then I, I'm interested in what Brian thinks. Fundamentally, can we all agree for the newbie listener out there? that the line being set on the entire nine innings is fundamentally flawed if it's predominantly based on the starting pitcher. I understand if you're going to bet the first five innings. My issue why the dogs are so powerful is because it's it's based on every game being a no-hitter with the White Sox scenario. That's not going to happen. Most of the time, the guy's out in the eighth inning, the ninth inning. The bullpen is more important than, than the starting pitcher. So, again, baseball, my, baseball's so complex that, they, that they're factoring in. I don't even know what you're about to see next after end. They're factoring it in, but keep going. Well, I don't think when a team is minus 200, they're factoring in anything more than um, that, that starting pitcher. I don't think that when, I, when you look at a team like San Diego, we'll take San Diego as an example, Lamette's pitching against Hauser. He's minus 200. You're looking at the screen. I'm looking at the screen. They're, both teams have basically the same record. I don't believe – What are they? Wh- why is that, why is that game minus 200? It's because of the then it's, a, then, then it's a fundamental. Because my thing is, my thing is the bullpen could still be dominant or whatever or – there's just some, it could be a fundamental though, where you combine that with with okay, I'm going against the big move, I'm going against and find value. But I, but I mean, I hear you on that. I mean, what do you think, Brian? You think it's you yeah, think it, you think a team should be favored by by you see it all the time. There's a pitcher change, 
a, a game's minus 190. Then there's a pitcher change, and a subpar pitcher comes in, and that game goes right down to 110, or the other side becomes the underdog. They're basically telling you you're, the line is set on the pitcher for the entire game. Oh, I, I don't disagree with that at all. But how many times does he go a lot of innings and, and things go how, how they think? A lot. Sometimes they get pulled earlier, they struggle. But this is why a really big sample size is good. I don't know, too. I, I kind of feel some years the, the big chalk really crushed it. I mean, you don't think so, and, and maybe you're well, right. Like, but, hey, let, know, me, like let me ask you this, John. Have you, have you, have you, and I'll start following this a little more closely. But if okay, Kershaw's not Kershaw. That Houston we're, and the Dodgers lost money last year. Well, no, but, but to your question. Kershaw's on the hill when he was mowing people down left and right. You know, he's like a, a, a $2 favorite, say. Right. Right. Were the Dodgers like 240 in the first five? Were they, um, you know, I mean, if you're sitting there saying, you know, is that number predicated on the starter for the game? I mean, I'll, I'll give would, you a real would, life would, Wouldn't it be even more prevalent in the first five, to Dave's I'll, point, I'll that you... these guys don't go beyond six innings? I'll give you a real-life example right now while we're on the air. Um, so if we're going to go to MLB today and we're going to look at the first five innings, San Diego is minus 200 for the game right now. San Diego is minus 190 in the first five innings. So the line's 10 cents shorter on the first five innings. So if you like the pitcher... Why would you lay 200 when you talk about value, Dave, when you could lay 10 cents less and get them for the meat of the game, which is the first five innings? Uh, like, I know guys that will bet. Well, see, that right there just kind of tells you that they do factor in the bullpen pretty well. I know what you're saying. I, I get your logic, but and I'm not an extra baseball handicapper, but there's, I don't know. I don't know. That, I, I get your logic. It makes sense. And this could be why people load up on first fives. I don't know. But I but I totally get what you're saying. And uh my opinion of it is ask Brian. <laughs> He's he I go to him for my baseball handicapping things. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say though it's something factored into that we're missing for a combination of things. Well, you know, I have a client, um, he's probably listening right now. I gave him a five team parlay on Sunday of this last week, April 19th. And um, I'm sorry, on Monday. And the thing was, what they all had in common in the parlay was they were all plus one and a half, right? That was the only common factor. And the odds paid 10 to one, right? So what happens is the only game that lost in the parlay was the, was the Baltimore Orioles lost in 10 innings, one nothing. But I won my parlay. So I go back to what you hit on the other show. The plus one and a half is the most powerful bet because you, then you don't even have to worry about the, 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 the team winning. And I would say probably the same thing if we flip over to hockey. I would say the same thing. Now, I've been following hockey that close. Are we getting a lot of blowouts or a lot of one-run games, Brian? Say that one more time. Are we getting a lot of uh, blowouts or one-goal games? Goal games in hockey. Uh, This is a different – 
year in that they're only playing teams within their division. So, and they're playing back to back and sometimes back to back to back. So, I would think there could be a handful more bigger margins of victory this year, but there are still an inordinate amount of one goal games. It might be slightly more this year, but but nothing outlandish. Okay. Uh, Mike, do you have, you have anything to say? He's putting right now, by the way. Just full disclosure, I'm watching him. He's, <laughs> I just turned around, and he's putting-wise on the radio. I wish we had a live stream in here. You could actually see him playing golf. We're going to set up a miniature golf course through the office, and then that way he never has to leave. He can just play golf here all day. This is right. This is all correct, Brian. I, uh, you know, I finally made the plunge. I know this is not on topic about baseball dogs, but I finally made the plunge and got myself a little Scotty Cameron. So I'm just trying it out and, you know, inside first before we take it to the course. Uh, dare I ask what that set you back? Like, you know what? I I got a used one on one of the marketplaces. Oh, that's fine. Not used. So I spent about three and a quarter. But wait, 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 wait. We got we to gotta interrupt uh, programming. So <laughs> even though the listeners don't care, but we do have a lot of golfers, tell everybody your $130 shipping story. This is the greatest story very quickly of all time. So I sold my old driver, the first one I ever had when I upgraded, and – I shipped it out. I had a prepaid label from FedEx. Wait, how much did you sell the driver for? So I sold it for one fifty. Okay. And then I shipped it. It was like fifteen dollars shipping. Then eBay hits me with a hundred and fifty dollar invoice <laughs> for shipping because they said the driver or whatever they thought was in the container when they packaged it was twenty eight pounds. So I'm arguing with these guys, Brian. How can this driver be twenty eight pounds? <laughs> And they gave me this whole pitch about the dim- the dimensions of the box were over the legal over the limit and this and that. I was like, well, I don't understand. How do people sell items when it costs more? I literally paid this guy to take a driver from me. Paid him. Well, that that sounds like, and I won't name names, but that sounds like an airline would go, hey, look, this flight. It's it's only twenty nine dollars. And then, you know, basically it cost you $49 to put a tiny bag in the overhead. Yeah, it was uh, – I did not win that one. You know, that's one of those where I'm going to take the loss. But you know what? It's it's part of the game. Not really too upset anymore. This this new one that I have, the Sim, is just beautiful. It just hit rockets all day long. So it's it's made the game fun and exciting because for a couple months I was I was struggling there a little bit. So, let's talk about NBA, Mr. Miller. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, I don't, I'm not talking about any of your games. I'm just asking, like, when you – last night I took the Nets, right, on my own. And it was funny. I was having a discussion with Junior, and he says, why aren't the Nets a five-point favorite? They should win by five. And this morning he calls me because he's at his mom's. He goes, see, I was right. And the point is when you have a team that's that good like the Nets and you can get them as a plus price, forget it being random. Obviously, every game is, as Kenny White, our good friend, would say, a snowflake. Don't you just, you know, as Brian would love to say, isn't there just value taking the Nets if you can get them at a plus price? No. In an auto bet spot? 
I mean, I don't think so. What does he think there? Brian? No. And, and, well, A, you, I mean, I'm going I'm 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 to add another word to the Uh-oh. list. You know, the, the word that should be banned, the value word should be banned, and I, I think auto bet should be banned too. Yeah. All right, oh, so I I'll do. call it robotic betting. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think. I mean, when, when, you, when, when you when you well, say actually, Dave is though Dave is the one that came up with the auto bet because in the NFL he has auto bet spots where he really don't, I don't I'm, he said it on the air literally okay I mean no that's a description a descriptive of home team of, dog of, he'll say it's an auto no, bet spot you know okay yeah yeah but uh, no no but Dave, Dave says that in terms of yeah it's a play I, I yeah it's a play I'd really be looking to make. Auto bet makes it sound like, oh, if you see this, do that. And it takes the myriad of intangibles out of any equation. And I and I know yeah, when, 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 six or seven things in my auto bet. Yeah, but it sounds like it's just oh one thing. Auto no, no, bet. no. And I know you didn't things. mean it that way. Is that a, is that a fair? Is that fair? Yeah, he, he caught me though. I did used to say that. He fair enough. Okay, I mean, I mean, it's just like auto bet. Well, I mean, no, no, people, pe- people, so people are sitting there, and, I, and I'm just, I'm just, and I know this was not your intention, but I'm like, so somebody sees something, they, they listen to this, and they go, well, wait, well, the guy said, oh, I got to do that. That's an auto bet, and, wait, and then they, then they just go do it, but it, but it loses, but it, it lost because, yeah, eight times out of ten, it's an auto bet, boy, right? Boy, but boy, there wait, were no. intangibles on that one or specific instance. I, I get it, but here, but here, let me further my case with the Nets as an example. So the Nets, and I do my research and I run the numbers. The Nets are twenty nine and twenty nine against the spread, so they are perfectly fifty percent ATS against the spread. Are we all on the same sheet of music? The number yeah. one team in the NBA as an underdog against the spread is the Brooklyn Nets. They are 12-5 and five against the spread, 70.6%. If you take it, and I, on my computer I just flip it to a favorite, the Nets as a favorite are 17-24. and 24. So I go back to when I say autobet spot, I'm looking at the data that I've already had input yeah, but, at this okay, but, okay, but this, so my question would be, and if you're using this specific, let's say, to the Nets, and then there'd be other... They're the number one dog in baseball. That's, I mean, in basketball. Okay, that's fine. But here's the rub. When did you know that? When did you figure that out? Okay, now they're 12 and 5. Now you jump on it, and maybe it doesn't continue on. So the, the the rub is it, it's easy to say that's an auto bet. Look, they're twelve and five. But the point is, the way you got to do it is identify it on the front end. It's like being on on the yeah. on the beginning of a streak, and that's when uh-huh. you cash in. You jump on a team on a winning streak when they won seven in a row. They win two in a row, and then they lose. You you didn't make a whole hell of a lot, right? I mean, so it, it there's gray areas and caveats to the stuff. Is is all I'm saying as a Cautionary tale. Uh-huh. Right. I like that I agree, cautionary yeah. tale. I would say this: yeah. when I also look at who they're playing, they're putrid. They're twenty-five and thirty-three overall against the spread, only covering forty-three percent of their games. And then if I bring them up, we're talking about Toronto, 
And then if I bring them up as a favorite and I look, they are as a favorite 13 and 19, 40%, 3% worse than their actual total spread record. So what I'm doing is I'm pairing them together. I'm going, not only do I have this team that's 70% as an underdog, I have this other team that's 40% as a favorite. Now, Why would I auto bet the Nets? The Nets and take a shot with a team that's thirty nine and nineteen. Okay, against a team that's twenty four and thirty four. And again, to give you a homework assignment, <laughs> while we're live on the air, but if you're staring at them, see if you can just take a quick peek at it, and and look at me or look it up and talk to me about the Nets in terms of this twelve and five. Has it been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth? Have they won? You know, covered seven in a row. So now you're now you're on something with good current form. And by the way, the Nets hardened Harden's got the hamstring. He's been out for six games. Has that has that tailed off since Harden's been out of the lineup? Did it coincide when they made the trade? You, you know, got so, me. I got. I, it's too much. To, I got to go through all that. You got me. No, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, they yeah they could be twelve and five, but they could be one and four in the last five. Right. Now, how about your Philadelphia 76ers? That, how's their record at maintaining at home since you've been tracking that? As they're an underdog today at home against the Suns, which never lose. Well, you guys, not about you guys. Dave probably would be proud of me. Yeah, I'm proud of this episode. This is great. All right. I mean, yeah, I know you're killing I, it. Well, That's why I'm quiet. All right, so I've st- stood here and told you, and this was on the air, so we did this on our our show on the air the day of the game. And I've been talking all year long about Philly being a home court monster. And in certain spots, believe me, they're winning and covering a lot more at home than they are on the road. But the other night, they beat Brooklyn, a main danger to them, 123-117. And then they beat the Clippers, 106-103. And the Clippers had come in as the hottest team in the NBA. So then, Golden State's coming in. Now, you got your power ratings, and they're a monster at home. It was like, well, wait a minute. When are you going to jump off the train here? And to me, we talked about it leading up to that game, and there's no power rating that was going to give you this. And said, wait a minute. They just beat Brooklyn. And then they beat the hottest team in the NBA, and here comes Golden State. If this isn't a letdown spot, I've never seen one. And Philly was laying, it was eight or nine, and it got bet down to Golden State only, or I mean Philly only a five-point favorite. I thought Golden State would cover. They pumped them. They beat them outright, 107-96. That has nothing to do with who's better, Philly or Golden State. And if the two teams played again in 10 days, Philly probably beats them by 14. It was just a scheduling trap door that was sitting there but you're not getting that from a power rating so you you can't like again the auto bet and, and the you know I'm, that's all i'm saying is you you got to see the forest through the trees that there are intangibles that just aren't factored into the number well okay well, Brian, so I mean, hold on hold on one second i want to make a point of what brian was just saying considering that when the line moved drastically because early in the day Golden State that day when they were playing Philly, Curry was questionable, Tobias Harris was questionable, and Ben Simmons were questionable. Curry ended up playing. 
Simmons and Harris did not play. They literally don't have a scorer outside of Embiid when both of those guys are off the court. Not saying that Simmons scores that much, but he creates. And obviously, Tobias Harris puts up 20 points a game. So you take that out of the equation. Yeah, I still think if they played nine times out of ten without those two guys for the 76ers, they lose. But going forward, you look at games, it's like almost impossible right now in the NBA to be able to wager on games early. You can't bet them the night before looking at the number. Because, yeah, the number, I do believe the number, you could get the better of the number like Dave does with market edge betting. But because of player rest, and they're just working off schedule, and guys don't play back-to-backs, and they're just giving them nights off. It's like you just can't go into it. Even right now, like I'm looking at the 76ers-Suns game, and the line keeps moving from Suns being favored by three, now they're favored by one. Um, What do you have have in the injury front there? Well, so let's save the same thing. No, no, Dave, Dave and I are both looking at the screen. So, Dave, how do you MB, read the he's questionable? Harris questionable. Pop, popped up right before yeah. we came on the radio. Well, this is this is a spot where you can – this is where you want to dig deep into the injury situation and try to – try to. I, I hate to say one, get one up on him, but, yeah, if you could just find one beat right or whatever, I think he'll be a go today and you, you – I don't know. This is where well, you got to what? You know what's funny, Dave? I get the be- yeah. I get the best injury information from. Don't give it out. Oh, oh! They got to call. I know. Pay for that. I know. All right, go ahead. I just Roto World. It's just if you're if you're not even, World. No, not even Roto World. Roto World's actually behind on it. Where I get it from is fantasy. You can message because, it to them on WhatsApp. Well, because fa- just in general, people that play fantasy need to know more about the injuries than they knew. Obviously, they don't care about the outcomes of the games. So for them to actually submit lineups, and because fantasy is such a powerhouse nowadays, and there's millions of dollars being risked every single day similar to sports betting, they need to know if those guys are going to be in the lineup or not. And I'm just noticing that those type of channels that I'm involved in, you get the plays. I mean, not the plays. You get the injuries way before the line moves. I mean, I'm catching them 25 minutes before the line moves, which has given me a huge advantage because I take a consensus um, from a lot of different guys, including yourself for NBA, and and John could tell you I've been on an incredible run in the NBA over the last month. I'm very, very particular, and I don't bet that many games. Come on, give out the record. Give out the brag. If you're going to do brag, brag. 71%, and I've only given out 24 games in the last 40 days. So wow. overall, it's great. Um, the volume is obviously not going to be there for a guy that's looking for action. But when you when you beat these clients into submission for, do you want to make money or do you just want to gamble? I think the ones that I'm I'm finding nowadays because it's this late into the season. When I say season beyond football, that guys at this point are strictly looking to build their bankrolls going into the summer. Like I personally, and John will tell you as well, I haven't touched a single baseball game. Yet this year, I'm still waiting for my rotations. That's what, that's what like, I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Uh, he's and he's doing it. It's just it's just my personal flow, and I like to have at least five or six pitching rotations in before I start actually doing it myself. And again, there's so many different ways to skin a cat. So it's 
the, the thing is with this, is this business is so unique where there are so many different ways that you could make money, and it could be completely polar opposite from the way that I analyze and I do my own handicapping. And I do believe there's other people like yourself that do it completely different than me, but with NBA specifically, it's impossible. It's like my clients know I'm not giving them a game till 6 o'clock Eastern at the earliest. They just already know I don't even get texts anymore. They assume that if I don't text them at by six, that there's not going to be a game. And a lot of days when there's that question mark where I like Golden State getting nine points the other night, and literally they just didn't they didn't give the Curry update to literally minutes before game time. I put it in myself, but I can't have my clients rushing at their every you know at their beck and call two minutes before game time to let me know if they could put it in or not. So I passed. But it's just one of those situations. We have that same scenario tonight. Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons and Embiid are questionable. You just don't know. If they all th- if all three of them play, it's a completely different situation going into a so, game. So let, me, so let me ask Brian and Dave, why not just forget about the game completely, wait till halftime and see who plays? Why not even be stressed about the first – why not be stressed about the full game bet don't you basically negate who's playing and not playing by waiting till halftime? Well, they factor in they factor in, in the second half. Well, because they go by the, the pregame line usually, and then they key back to what the score is. So it comes down to do you like to try to do the guessing game? Or apparently one of us can catch injuries 30 minutes before the line moves. So... I need to I'll shoot you a text. Right. I'll shoot you a text after uh, after the show. I, I want to ask. So let me. I want to ask Brian a, a money line question. Historically, you know, it's a big deal when a team's laying three hundred in baseball. And I'm looking at this tonight, and I'm going, do I not? Do I not just for you, Brian? For you, for you? Do I not just auto bet San Jose? <laughs> Uh, I mean, again, or should they really be 500 and they're and you're getting actually value laying 280 or 290 wow. on the Vegas gold, the Golden Knights? Yeah, look at look at you coming coming right back at throwing them all out there. Uh, <laughs> the bottom line is Vegas, and this is factored into this number. Everybody bets them in Vegas. No Vegas, well that too. Vegas. John hates the words factored in. He no, Ve- Vegas owns this team. And uh-oh, San-, uh-oh. San Jose played their lungs out the other night. The game went to overtime. Vegas won in a shootout. But San Jose was playing in this spot where Patrick Marlowe was making NHL history, passing Gordy Howe's all-time games played record so it was this big event kind of thing and a big deal for the Sharks and they played their lungs out for the guy and Vegas was gassed and beat him Vegas had played three games in four days back-to-back days and still beat him I think Vegas will be a lot fresher today not not a real and Ben Vegas is the hottest team in the league right now the street they're going and they're going to tie their longest uh winning streak in franchise history they're going for their eighth win in a row I, I, you can make the case this number is low. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Also, uh, in terms of auto bet spots, since we're on it, uh, on my YouTube channel, David, the other day, 
I gave out the Cleveland Indians as, as a free dog winner, and I gave my analysis out, which was last night the pitcher pitched a no-hitter. They celebrated. They're tired. And then Cleveland's good, just for no other reason that coming off a no-hitter, fade them the next day if you can get a good dog price. You think I was nuts to do that? I won. But, but that was my – sometimes I say on my YouTube videos – in these long format videos, which is sometimes I just don't even, I just apply what I, I don't want to say common sense, but systems that to me make sense. They just partied. They're all jumping up and down like they won the World Series. Now, the next day, Brian, after a late game, you have a 1, 1 p.m. start. And then they make Cleveland a dog, an outrageous dog, and you can get them at a good price. Did, did, was the White Sox really motivated after the no-hitter the night before? I mean, what do you say to something? Like when you're talking about they still beat him Vegas, I would think San Jose, even though they're rested, I, I know you hate it, but I would say like, oh, there's a reason why you might take a shot with San Jose. It's not, you know, because the other day they, you know, they had the whole thing and the ceremony and they still beat him. To me, it's like, oh, okay, well, they beat him. Everybody, and now isn't San Jose motivated knowing they're on their longest winning streak? So again, why not take advantage of it and, may, and maybe even puck line them? If you puck line San Jose, you probably – I'm going to check the line right now. It's probably not that bad. You might even get even money on them. There's a lot in play. Vegas is fighting for first place. Look at it. San Jose plus one and a half minus 108. Not even laying 10 cents on them. Vegas could continue their winning streak and just win by one. They so that's could. where I go. They could. They could also beat them by seven. Right. <laughs> I I it's hard to say. It's a letdown spot for San Jose. Vegas should be fresher. And the one thing Vegas oh and, and San Jose's goalie Jones played his lungs out the other night. Can he do that again? And then the other aspect of it, San Jose is still in the playoff discussion. They need the game far more than Vegas does. Okay. David, any college yes, football sir. this last weekend? Were you on any of the mm-hmm. – I saw they, they just canceled a game up on the screen this weekend because of COVID. I was just wondering, were you involved in any of those uh, those uh, small schools where you're placing little plays all around the world or not really? No, sir. No, sir. That is not me. I was focused on NBA, which didn't go so well, but it's – it's a marathon, not a sprint, and the marathon's going well. But, no, I, I just can't wait for September to roll back around. Actually, this year I'm looking more forward to football than any other year. So, pretty excited. And well, uh, did you have a great story to tell, or did somebody else hear? Yeah, I just took I just took. I, I just made a small play on Delaware, you know, because they're near me. They were laying four and a half. And, uh, you know, that was it. No big deal. Like you said, it's not even worth releasing. The limits are small. Um, regarding the NBA, when you say it doesn't go so well, um, teams that continue to cover and teams that continue to don't cover, um, you know, like, what's your perspective on that? You look at, you, like, if we could predict right now, you look at Houston. They're 19-39 and 39 against the spread. You are down 20 units. On this team well, you have against, to rub that in my face. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking, no, I'm why, why do you believe 
What do you think would happen? Where do you, if we could prognosticate, since that's the the business all four of us are in, what would you make this record at the end of the season? I think, I think my opinion on this spot. I think when it when it's an anomaly like this, because this is an anomaly, I think they're over over fifty well, so percent the rest of the way. That's one of my fundamentals in all sports. Over fifty percent the rest of the way for covering because pretty much. Wow, the, the panic sets in. The line moves even like that. Open ten. It's eleven and a half now. It's moving back down to ten and a half and eleven. And I feel that I, I feel that these are the, the better spots, but it's it's frustrating when the team just keeps losing, and and then not only that, they're going against Utah, who's who's been rolling against the spread. Mitchell's out, good spot. That'll be my free radio pick. Uh, grab the grab the Rockets with eleven guys. No, I'm not crazy. Well, we know we know anything is possible. Hey, the Wizards could beat the Jazz twice, right? And they did. Um, so. They, uh, Brian, do you just lay off teams like that altogether, like real garbage teams, or do you look for spots where you think the value is playing those garbage teams across all sports? No, sometimes the garbage teams at the big plus price, if they're catching a team, again, with the scheduling on the back end of a long road trip in certain spots. And, and the thing is, once, quote-unquote, you want to use the word garbage teams, some of them are. But I mean, some, we'll talk about, how about Houston? We'll just say Houston. But, but the thing is that some of those teams, at the tail end of a regular season, they know they're done. Some of them circle the wagons and they say, hey, this is our playoff game. Or they're starting to work on things and they're showcasing some new guys, giving extra minutes on the ice, on the court, and they're playing loose. There's no pre- Sometimes there's no pressure on them, and those are really dangerous teams. I mean, do you think Jazz just go into a game like this, Dave, and say, well, we know we're going to win. We don't need to blow them out. And then that's why it's such an easy value spot to take Houston. Well, it's a double skew also. The Jazz have – the books are probably tired of losing money against them, and then they're they're just – the Rockets are awful. Nobody wants anything to do with them. And that – so it's, there's many fundamentals at play. Yeah, the Jazz go in, well – you know they're gonna they're postseason bound. This is the Rockets. The subconsciously they take this game off. Uh, so there's there's so many fundamentals. Double digit home dog, fading move. <laughs> so many fundamentals here. I've never a seen spot. a team that when I flip from dog to favorite, it doesn't matter. Houston is four and eleven as a favorite, and they are fifteen and twenty eight as a dog. It's like I've never seen a team where the percentage didn't change dog versus favorite. Usually you get that differential. Like Brooklyn is a garbage favorite, and they're a great dog. You know, um, so you, usually you see that differential. It's interesting to see a team. You know, who's also, um, you know, when I look at underperforming teams as underdogs, I actually personally played the Lakers the other night, uh, plus seven and a half against the Jazz. You know, and I'm and thinking it was a good value spot. Again, I deserve to lose for my value. They're they're five and ten as an underdog. So I mean, again, you have some teams that historically, I like to look, and it doesn't mean that history is going to repeat itself, um, but what it does mean is, at least like that Nets game for an example, the odds are in my favor even if I lose because of past performances. Can we all agree on that? No. 
All right. I don't agree. That's what I. All right. Hey, I got to ask Mike real quick. We got just a few minutes left. And this is something you can bet on, and we'll do this next Wednesday, and I'll have a lot more information. But the NFL draft, Mike, there are indexes mm-hmm. for certain teams, what position they'll draft first, over or under 18 and a half offensive players in the first round, uh, positional uh, quarterback over or under six and a half where he'll be drafted in the NFL. It's, it's a completely new market that's been out for, I mean, for a few years. But I think there's some real opportunities in there if you do your homework from a betting perspective. You don't want to lay yeah, out my, all, all my friends call me Mike Kuyper. So, you know, I'm the, I'm the well, draft you. guru. Yep. I'm ready to go. I'm seeing a lot of moves right now. I'm tracking all the trades, all the lingo. Every, there's a lot of moving parts right now. It's, it's too much to talk about in the three minutes we have remaining in the show, but you know, we'll be we'll be locked and loaded, and we'll have a little segment next week. Right, but I'm sure you've got. I like I I have a real good feeling on what the Bills are going to do, and I'm sure you've got a pretty good feeling what the Ravens are going to do. Bills Bills are uh, minus not... two sixty on the defense right now to at least pick a defensive player as their first pick versus offenses. I'm just looking at the opposite. That, that that one, I think you could go. Edge rushers, their big need. If a great cornerback's there, that would help, but they don't need it. They need a tight end, and the leather luxury pick is a home run hitter running back. So uh, to me, it's a coin flip, and you're telling me it's plus what? A dollar sixty? Yep. To take an offensive player? Plus one seventy five. Ah, okay. And then obviously Patrick Sertain the second is the prohibitive favorite as the first pick overall, minus three fifty. First defensive uh, player. I think that, you right, know what, first Brian? Defensive, right, Brian. I think that would be an amazing pickup for you guys. What? He's a stud, Sertain. Oh no, no, he's long gone. Sertain's going in the top twelve. What is it? Well, John's over here t- telling me that he's going to. He just jumped up. Is he getting? No, 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 no. He's, he's no. He's there. he's saying. I'm looking at the odds. The odds for Sertain, though, is what? Minus three fifty to do to be the first overall defensive player taken. That's correct. Yeah, that's a different. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That makes sense. It's it's Sertain, Horn, and Farley. J.C. Horn and Caleb Farley. Those are the three. Top I mean, there's spots. so many so many offensive guys right now that in most mock drafts, Sertain doesn't get off the board till nine with Dallas. Right. Anyway, it's fun. It's different. I mean, again, some of these some of these prices. Why would anybody lay minus one thousand on first pick of the twenty twenty one draft, Trevor Lawrence? You're going to lay. I'm sorry, minus ten thousand. Yeah. Free, free money. Hey, John. Free money, John. Free Tre- money. Trevor Lawrence auto bet. So I'm in all seriousness, Dave. <laughs> Dave laughed. What, what, what would you say to that? Because hey, watch out! We get we get, we get ten seconds, boys. Right. Hey, time flies. Look, we'll do. We'll talk about Everybody the draft next. Everybody, take week. Tre- Trevor Lawrence. That's your free play for the day. All right, boys. Good stuff. Check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. 
President Biden says the United States will hit 200 million coronavirus vaccinations tomorrow. 200 million shots in under 100 days, actually. It's an incredible achievement for the nation. Speaking at the White House, the president calling it stunning progress. The president aided by Operation Warp Speed, which was started under former President Donald Trump. More Americans favor keeping the Supreme Court at 9.